Yes. Okay. Hi. So I'm back. Obviously, this is I Don't Imagine Anyone's Listening, hosted by yours truly, Monica Murray Durr, editor, writer, certified internet nobody, etc., etc. So, in a move that surprised absolutely no one, my uh, liturgical year of Tolkien project uh, fizzled out because, as it says in the bios of all of my social media accounts, I am a serial project starter. So, I think the only book in that little project that I read that I hadn't read before was The Children of Hurin. Everything else was stuff that I was rereading because I reread those things like every year pretty much. And then my mom was reading The Silmarillion over the summer and I was like, oh, I'll read it with her. And then I didn't do that. I should have stuck with my original plan to read Baron and Luthien. But I'm on uh, listening to audiobooks now of those because I find the legendarium kind of hard to read. Anyway, so that's just a background thing that's happening. That's not uh, <laughs> what's going on here anymore. I've, um, I've given up on that re-podcast. I have other things, other ideas coming up. I, I'm i going to review the other Lord of the Rings cartoons. I, I watched one over Thanksgiving and I've got notes and I, I haven't gotten around to rewatching the Return of the King one yet because I wanted to do those two together. So, well, that's coming up. But I'm here now, randomly, at 10.42 p.m. on a Monday because I watched the Barbie movie over the weekend and, like, I wasn't going to watch it because I didn't want to watch it and... I, I didn't go see it when it came out because there was no way in heck I was gonna pay and be seen in public going to see that film. And if you are terminally online like me, you know that there was a lot of capital D discourse going on when that movie came out. Basically, everyone was claiming it as their own. Uh, it was up for debate whether it was a uh, conservative manifesto wrapped in a feminist screed or if it was just a feminist screed with a couple conservative messages accidentally slipped in there because sometimes that happens. It's neither of those things. It's a mess. So <laughs> the reason I finally watched this is because, well, the the discourse, the capital D discourse is back because, of course, of the Oscar nominations and how Greta Gerwig got quote-unquote snubbed and she did not get snubbed. She just didn't deserve it. That movie is all over the shop. And Margot Robbie also allegedly got snubbed. But then again, like, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to say the five actresses who did get nominated. One of them shouldn't have because we want the uh, literal human Barbie to get nominated for playing human Barbie. Like, that seems silly. And then inexplicably, America Ferrera got nominated, even though her... She wasn't that good. She was fine. It wasn't, like, remarkable or outstanding. It was just okay. She was just playing a mom in a movie. Like, whatever. Though the the funniest thing ever has happened. Ryan Gosling was nominated uh, for his role as Ken. And uh, it's the most delicious thing that's ever happened. But that's not why I finally watched this stupid movie. (laughs) Because um, last weekend, I was at Mass. I don't remember how it connected to anything. But uh, Father opened his homily with... uh, with a reference talking about the the freaking Barbie movie. Apparently he'd gone to see it over the summer with some friends and uh and uh he was talking somehow Barbie thinking about death and the fact that that kicks off the whole movie uh that has something to do with something I don't really remember but anyway and so I, I was with my mom <laughs> the following weekend and we we needed to kill some time and she's like well, let's just watch this because we have Max. And every time I open the Max app, it tells me to watch the freaking Barbie movie. So we watched the freaking Barbie movie and it's just like, it's just not very good. I, I don't know why everyone loved it so much. Well, I do understand why everyone loved it so much. Like, you know, it's pink and it's fun. And and I mean, 
there was a couple moments where I'm like, yeah, that resonates. But on the whole, it just was sort of all over the place and it didn't really make any sense. And because I had listened to so much of the capital D discourse from both people who liked it and people who didn't like it and, you know, read reviews and, and listened to reviews and stuff, I had a sort of picture in my mind of this is how this movie goes. And as I'm watching the movie, I would think, oh, this must be the part where this bit that I heard about this must be happening next but like it didn't and it wasn't in a like oh clever subverting expectations way it just didn't the narrative just didn't unfold in a way that made any sense and you know that it was it was full of plot holes and and then there's that there's that speech that America forever gives and we're all supposed to be like ah yes this is every woman and I don't know they felt smart because they used the phrase cognitive dissonance (laughs) I mean I don't know but like yeah I mean she expressed a lot of feelings that a lot of people have had or a lot of women have had but and I guess the implication was that men were the ones who put all of those expectations on women but I don't, in my experience, it's not true. We put those expectations on ourselves. Like, basically, she went on and on and on about how you have to be the right kind of person or else nobody's gonna like you. But, like, newsflash, toots, like, some people don't like you. Like, even if you do everything right, even if you manage to magically square the circle of career lady, girl boss involved mom, there's still people who aren't gonna like you just because that's, that's, some people just don't like you. I don't know. I don't really have, like, a cohesive, like, point by point review of this movie because it doesn't deserve it frankly i don't care come at me bro it wasn't that good ryan gosling was amazing in that movie because he was so committed like he was the only reason that movie was watchable because when my mom and i sat down to watch it we go okay like if it really sucks we'll turn it off and we'll just give up and we'll say we tried but it sucked um but we powered through like we kept watching it because you know every other scene ken would come on and he's a delight he's so funny I, I do actually think he deserved that nomination because he was so committed. He was in it 100%. I, I felt like most of like all the other Barbies and even the other Kens, like I felt that uh, most of the other actors, you know, Barbie Land and Real World, they all had a sort of tongue-in-cheek attitude towards it. Like they were always, you know, they didn't quite wink, wink, nudge, nudge right to the camera, but you felt like they were about to, but never him. He was all in. It was... It was very funny that, like, all of his scenes really did make me laugh. And not that the movie's complete without merit. Like, the production design was fantastic. It looked very good. But it was just, it just wasn't, I don't know. I don't really understand why it, it was such a big deal. I have no idea. And everyone was acting like, ah, oh, it's something original. It's like, it's not original. It's Barbie. We all made the Mattel Corporation a bunch of money well done us (laughs) like i mean they're trying to like put down consumerist culture while totally benefiting from consumerist culture but i think the reason why both the people from sort of all sides like tried to claim this movie as their own is because it doesn't really know what it wants to say and it kind of just says everything and so there was just opportunities for everyone, no matter what they thought, no matter what their their priors or their, I don't know, political background, whatever. Like, they were able to be like, yeah, this one's for us. Whereas, I don't think it's for anybody. <laughs> so that's just this me hopping on with this little mini episode saying um, better, more interesting things are coming. 
I don't really want to say specifically what they are because I've done that before and then not done any of them, but I'll give you one if this interests anyone. I'm going to, and shut up, I am, I'm going to reread and or read for the first time all six Jane Austen novels and I'm going to rank the wrong men in order of wrongness get excited for that and like I swear I'm gonna reread all these books I'm not just gonna watch the movies because they are quite different and I'm gonna I'm gonna read Sense of Sensibility I'm gonna do it I'm gonna finish it this time and not give up after chapter two because oh my gosh the beginning of that is so boring but that's the only one I've never finished I've never read Mansfield Park I have read the other four yeah four Pride and Prejudice bear with me Pride and Prejudice Emma Northanger Abbey Persuasion. Yes. Okay. I have read the other four. So it's just Sense Sensibility I've never managed to get into and I've never attempted Mantle Park, but that one I'm not worried about. So that that's one that's coming up. I can't promise you it will be next. No, it won't be next because Lord of the Rings cartoons are next. All right. I'm back-ish. Barbie was so overrated. Follow me on social media. All the links are down below. You know the drill. All right. Okay, bye.